It's June 4th. It's Pride Month! Naomi Osaka. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing going down there in, in, uh, in, over in France. Jojo Siwa. I still don't understand that. Demi Lovato. People are always going to be mad at Demi about something. They're a recurring topic on this show a lot. Yeah, I know. What's up with popcorn and water and games? NBA fans. That's all I'm going to say for now. Let's chatter and chill. Let's do it. Okay, so Naomi Osaku here. Withdrew from the French Open. And, quote, we'll take some time away, end quote. Now, a little bit of a backstory. She's expressed that she's experienced depression and anxiety since her first major win, which was the 2018 U.S. Open. And basically going into the French Open, she said she wasn't going to participate in any news conferences, citing mental health as the reason behind this. Or as the motivation. Now, she was fined $15,000 for skipping the post-match conference after her first round victory. Drew warning from all four Grand Slams. So you're talking Australian Open, French Open, Wimbledon, U.S. Open. uh, About potentially facing stiffer penalties and talking about disqualification or suspension. Now... So then, obviously, she decided to withdraw because she felt like that was taking... That was becoming a big distraction for everyone who was over there participating in the tournament. Um, now, technically, tennis players are required, if requested to talk, you know, participate, you know, it's required. Isn't right it now. in their contract? I think so, yeah, or something. But now, all Grand Slams are looking kind of into this to make things better for everyone in the future. Because, of course, it's gotten so much, I guess, backlash and so much talk because there were a lot of athletes that obviously took to social media, mainly Twitter, sending their support to Naomi and saying that they were kind of shocked that it had to come this way and good for her for, like, doing what she feels is right for her. First of all, it's caused a lot of dialogue among the general public. Yes. More than just people involved in tennis and tennis fans. Well, that's what I said. Like, there's a lot of athletes. Like, I know Seth Curry, who's a star in basketball, said something. Russell Westbrook, who's quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, said something. When you're in athletics, you're it's it's competitive. Mm-hmm. And with the competitive nature, you have like armchair quarterbacks. You have people, fans. And journalists, in this case, who are telling you everything you did wrong when you know what you did wrong. You have to be reminded of what you did wrong every time you sit in front of a panel to answer these asinine questions. And and, and Naomi's even said, like, she's not, like, public speaking is not really her forte. Well, she didn't become a politician or a debater. She became a tennis player. Yeah. So public speaking... It's not something you generally see for a tennis player. It's not a skill you need. I mean, usually 
high profile athletes get endorsement deals and so on and so forth. So they're speaking on behalf of a company or in commercials or what have you. But I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I, I know how I feel about this. I feel that she is right. Very much so, yes. I feel that she is doing what is best for her personally. And yeah, that's that, what a lot of uh, athletes who have spoken up have basically said. Like, good for her, doing what's best for her. You know, they're sad it had to come to this situation here. And I know she said, like, she plans on, like, obviously talking to, like, the tennis federation when she comes back. I did hear from some people, though, they said, you know, without the tennis press, I don't know if you call them the tennis press, but that the press coverage of tennis matches, there would not be as much interest in the sport. So the reason why there's a press obligation is to maintain interest in the sport, which therefore causes people to watch the sport. And if they're watching the sport, then tennis continues to prosper. Well, However, and also as long as like the big names are still in the tournament. Right. However, they also, while it is in their contract, and I understand that rules are rules and laws are laws, so if you breach a contract, there's issues there, but they are tennis players. Yeah. And, you know, kind of another situation like years ago with like an athlete not wanting to talk to the press, Marshawn Lynch, when he was playing for the Seattle Seahawks time Super Bowl, and you know and I know, Super Bowl week is a media f***ing frenzy. It's a circus. It's a circus show. He did not want to speak basically the Monday prior to, like the Monday starting that Super Bowl week. He did not want to speak. And he got fined a big time, and he was like, I just don't care. I don't want to talk. And $15,000 for a fine for not speaking to the press is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, maybe not the most ridiculous, but one of the most. I mean, NF, speaking of NFL players, I mean, they get fined like 20-some-odd thousand for and like what, unnecessary hits. What does that hits. do? Pad CEO's pockets or something? Where does that money go? <sighs> Probably. I Honestly, I have always wondered like where, like when these athletes get fined, like honestly, where does that money go? Well, in any event, I'm wishing the best for her. Yes, I do too. She, you know, she is pretty young. She's only 23. Three. She's ranked number two overall, too. So, yeah. Wish her the very best. I do want to see how this plays out. I'm interested to see how I, this I works in the too. future. I am, too. I'm not that huge in the tennis, but I'm very now interested to see, like, obviously what the Grand Slams are going to do call in the future, because I know the next one will be Wimbledon. Speaking of people that are on the young side of things... <laughs> Because, you know, again, Naomi's 23, you know. Jojo Siwa is like 18 or something. Yeah. I mean, she just had a pride party. Again. Uh, hey, again, pride month. Well, it featured a rainbow-colored food, a hand-bedazzled rainbow piano, a rainbow-dyed dog, and there's a lot I could say about that. <laughs> Sometimes you like to go all out with these pride parties. But a Personally, dog I've never been painted? one. Hey, you do you. Did anybody ask the dog? I don't know. There was a bar there, too. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Except for one guy, a 911 call was placed because a 30-year-old man 
may have taken too much LSD at a JoJo Siwa party. Or at least showed up to the party. Yeah. Under the influence of acid. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's just the most ridiculous story. Someone First off, a 30-year-old attends a pride party hosted by an 18-year-old. Secondly, but that's in California, too, so I don't think that's too unusual. Secondly, the dude's like, let me go as high as f***ing to this. On acid. On acid. At a JoJo Siwa party. Yes. Again, at a pride party hosted by an 18-year-old who recently just came out this year. And it's JoJo Siwa. And, yes, and it's JoJo Siwa. Who I didn't even know was 18 because her image makes her look like she's 12. And a guy does acid at her party. Yeah. Well, the paramedics transferred him to a hospital. They don't know his condition, uh, but police have found that no crime was committed. Well, that's good, so, I guess. Yeah, JoJo Siwa not in trouble at her big rainbow pride party with the painted dog. <laughs> you know, lesson to be learned. Don't do <laughs> acid at a JoJo Siwa party. Well, don't do acid in general, especially if you know you're going to a party. Be careful with those drugs, kids. Yes. That's, that's what this comes down to. Kids, he's 30. But Demi Lovato. <laughs> a recurring person that we like to talk about, apparently on the show, is in the news again. So. And personally, this is stupid. This is stupider than when they went after the mom and pop shop. Can I say well, that? I was going to say recurring theme because we talked about how Demi Lovato got backlash for the for going after the big chill frozen mm-hmm. yogurt shop, Froyo. And then they came out as non-binary. That was what, last week? A couple weeks ago, I think. And now, was it the iHeartRadio event? And... They showed up on the red carpet and did interviews with Elvis Duran and all the big radio people. And the sponsor of this event, no joke, was Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Now, this wouldn't be as big of a deal except for the fact that when Demi Lovato went after the Froyo shop, Demi's criticism was that they were putting diet-related products in front of everyone's faces where everyone could see them, which could trigger people with eating disorders and other diet issues and is now holding a microphone that is pimping out a diet related product from a corporate entity that isn't from a mom and pop shop, but you know, Dr. Pepper is like a huge corporation so there's been a lot of criticism that Demi Lovato is a hypocrite. Or I just kind of feel like people need to complain about something when it comes to Demi. I will say it, the messaging does come across incredibly hypocritical. Yes. To say, we don't like this, and then look at me holding this microphone that's pimping this out. I guarantee but, you they didn't really plan on doing it. But. Right. That's what I was going to say, though. But they don't decide who the sponsors of these big iHeart events are. They are a major artist in mainstream music, shows up at this awards event, uh, sponsored by a 
big corporation. Holy sh! There's a spider in front of me. Yeah, there is a spider in front of Jordan right now. Currently anyway. sitting on the table, but yeah. Anyway, they but, don't pick the sponsor. Yeah, they don't pick the sponsor. They just show up to the event. And can I say one more thing? There's plenty of criticism you can level at Demi Lovato. But can the internet stop being bullies? <laughs> like, chill out. That's what no I said. I'm like, I feel like they always have to go after Demi for something. You don't have to be so harsh. But speaking of leaving people alone, can NBA fans just like fucking behave? God damn. <laughs> like seriously. Okay. So anyway, so NBA playoffs are going on right now. And let me tell you, some shit has gone down at different arenas. So we're going to start in Washington. 76ers, Philadelphia 76ers were in town playing the Washington Wizards. A fan ran onto the court and touched the backboard during the game this past Monday. The fan was at the Wizards basket when the refs saw him stop play with three minutes left in the third quarter, was quickly tackled by security before being handcuffed by police. Monumental Sports, who is the parent company of the Wizards and, of course, the arena has said the fan has been banned from the arena and they look into pressing charges on said fan. Now, speaking of these specific teams, go to the other team's arena, Philadelphia. You have the one fan who threw popcorn at Russell Westbrook, who's the star for the Wizards, Mr. Triple Double, or yeah, Triple Double King, as he was walking off after suffering an apparent ankle injury. That fan was, of course, banned from the arena. In New York, Madison Square Garden, a fan spit on Atlanta Hawks' rising young star, Trey Young. Again, banned. Over in Utah, fans were making vulgar and racist remarks to the family of their young budding star, John Romant. Those fans were identified and banned from the arena. That's what I find interesting is, do these people think they're not going to be identified in the internet age? Also, the last one in Boston, a fan was arrested and I think also banned from the arena. I'm assuming so, but all I said was he was arrested at least for throwing a bottle at Kyrie Irving's head. Now, Kyrie Irving currently plays for the Brooklyn Nets, but before going over to Brooklyn, they'd play for Boston. Why can't people just sit down and watch a game? Let alone, why do y'all have to go after black athletes? Yeah, every single athlete that was involved in this is a person of color. So it kind of becomes this question of, like, there's still kind of some racism, I guess. Well, I mean, if they're making racist remarks. Yeah, obviously, if they're making race, yeah. But yeah, it's just like, come on, people, be be smarter. For the most part, fans are good, but you're always going to have like that one or two sours in the group. Who end up getting banned from arenas. Banned from arenas and charged. Well, if you're throwing water bottles or whatever at people, that is assault. Yes. But it's like, come on, can we can we just enjoy the NBA playoffs here and the fact that they People are get too into sports sometimes i think let alone the fact that this year they are actually at their arenas unlike last year where the playoffs were in a bubble in florida 
due to COVID. This year, they're actually back to playing at the Pacific Arenas. Which, speaking of the playoffs, the defending champs, the LA Lakers, got knocked out last night to the Phoenix Suns. So, we will have a new champ this year. But anyway, going from one thing I love in sports to another thing I love in music, it is time for our weekly Music Matitude segment. And I'll sort it off this week since Jordan's kind of dealing with the, the spider. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know where it went. <laughs> anyway, so again, it's Pride Month, like I mentioned at the very beginning. So, of course, my song is by Lesbian Jesus herself, Haley Kiyoko. A little bit of a throwback. Girls Like Girls, her big hit. Like, basically, when people think of Haley Kiyoko, they think of Girls Like Girls. And that music video. It is so cute and adorable. Speaking of cute and adorable music videos, she just dropped a new song this week called Chance. And it's like kind of a love story that she's actually a part of this time and not other people. Oh my gosh. I love her music videos, but oh, oh, it just like warmed my little heart. It was so cute and adorable. And I love this song too. And that music video. <laughs> like, thank the you. you. Thank have. you for bringing this during Pride Month. I needed that cute little gay music video for Pride Month. I have a current song. Okay. Kind of current. And I don't think that I've highlighted this one before. It's not Olivia Rodrigo this time. <laughs> so we're off the Olivia Rodrigo. Which, speaking of her. Well, it's. I have listened to her album, and it actually is a really good album and it's number one on the billboard 200 good but uh she did get number two this week on the hot 100 behind bts bts <laughs> i know last episode you weren't a big fan of them i'm i'm no i'm still that way not much has changed in a week no no um it is her co-star on high school musical the musical the series? <laughs> yes. <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series? That thing. Can't they just make a shorter title? Yeah, I know. Can't you Can't you all just make a shorter title here in the sun of making it with so many words? Anyway, it's Joshua Bassett, and the song is Feel Something. I don't think I've highlighted this one before, but if I have, then it gets two. It's that good anyway. And it is different from his previous work, which was more acoustic uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It was probably like an early Shawn Mendes sound. I guess is the closest that I could relate it to. This is more of a synthy, poppy song. This song I really, really like. It is uh, number two on my current playlist behind Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. And I like this song. Uh, the video is very carefree. The video shows a bunch of friends hanging out in L.A., just chilling in the nighttime, driving around, hair blown in the wind. Ooh, that sounds like a fun f***ing time. Yeah, it's kind of like Rebecca Black's Friday video, only not in front of a green screen. Ooh, yes. So uh, I recommend Feel Something by Joshua Bassett. I really do like that song. Hmm, Might have to check it out here. So that's Music Magnitude. Yeah, and of course, we're going to end off the show like we do every week with a little feel-good Friday story. 
And one of our feel good Friday stories is I think the spider isn't by me anymore. So that should make us all feel good. More like you feel good. Yes. As long as I don't as long as the spider can live, I just don't want it by me. Yeah, you know, see we're being nice to the spider. We're we're letting it live. Just don't be near Jordan. I don't know where it went though. Mm. Anyway. Your feel good story. My feel good story. Going back to sports. Specifically baseball. San Francisco Giants have announced that tomorrow on Saturday they will celebrate Pride Month by displaying Pride colors on the right sleeve of their home jersey and on the SF logo on their caps for Saturday's game against my Chicago Cubs, an unprecedented move in Major League Baseball's ongoing inclusion efforts. Now, of course, Pride Month, obviously as everyone knows, kind of the whole entire like start of this was back in 1969, uh, the Stonewall Riots, which if you don't know, Stone- Stonewall Inn is a gay bar in New York because this was back in the day when you couldn't show that you were gay in public, otherwise you were going to get arrested. And police came to this bar, because of course, again, it's a gay bar, and one of the people in front of it who was a trans drag queen of color saw another person at the bar was getting arrested and just kind of like caused this whole entire thing that went on for a few days. And then like the year next year was like the first technical pride parade. And kind of like since then it's like been a big thing. And so basically, you know, they're celebrating this month. Now the new pride logo is basically like the normal rainbow flag that you think of, you know, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. And then it has a little arrow on to the side, which has black and brown stripes to recognize people of color, part of the community, light blue, pink, and white to, of course, incorporate people who are transgender or potentially kind of under that umbrella, i.e. me. Uh, Bill Bean, MLB's first ambassador for inclusion, will take part in Saturday's events at Oracle Park where the palm trees in Willie Mace Plaza will be wrapped in the 11 colors of the Pride flag. The Oracle Park scoreboard will also display Pride colors throughout June. Giants President and CEO Larry Bear, as part of his statement when the team announced what they were going to do on Tuesday, said, quote, We are extremely proud to stand with the LGBTQ plus community as we kick off one of the best annual celebrations in San Francisco by paying honors to the countless achievements and contributions to all those who identify as LGBTQ plus and are allies of the LGBTQ plus community. Manager, Giants manager, Gabe Kapler said he is, quote, very proud that the San Francisco Giants are taking this step. Very proud to be a part of it and looking forward to the impact support provide for the LGBTQ plus community, end quote. Now, why this is a big deal that's happening in San Francisco? Because technically the first ever pride flag was created in San Francisco. And then, of course, you have the more inclusive one that the Giants are rocking. It's a big deal because in sports... It's not very inclusionary. It's not very inclusionary, and you kind of feel like a little bit left out here. So it is kind of a big deal. I'm happy it's happening in San Francisco or with a San Francisco team. Because, again, the first ever Pride flag was technically made in San Francisco. I'm just, I'm happy 
My gay heart is happy. It makes you feel good on Feel Good Friday. Yes, it does. It's a good way to start off Pride Month, damn it. <laughs> I need a good month. And this is my one good month out of the year. And with that being said, uh, includes this week's show. Hopefully next week we are not distracted by any... Arachnids. Arachnids or anything else. Insects, anything. Hopefully JoJo Siwa's friend turns out okay. Yeah. Hopefully Naomi Osaka's okay. Yep. Wishing everyone the best. Except those stupid NBA fans. (laughs) Everyone else is good, but the NBA fans I talked about earlier, no. We hope they've learned a valuable lesson. Hopefully. Well... With that said, I'm Jordan. I'm E, and we will be back next week with more... Chattering and chilling. Yes. Bye.